0: hi uh, good afternoon Uh, this is uh, Wen Xiong and welcome to Wen Xiong's channel and for today we have an esteemed guest uh, who is a industry practitioner for real estate in Singapore and is uh, someone whom I uh, 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 have a high regard for Uh, due to his observational and analytical skills he is also uh, graduate from a local uh, University and US Business School with uh, second class upper, and uh, uh, yep. So uh, he is uh, uh, sales doing the salesperson for uh, quite many years. But for for privacy sake, we shall we shall not disclose uh, his details. But uh, this interview I hope will benefit you as we discuss what is happening in the real estate industry. Uh, in Singapore today, so um, so I just I will just address him as sir. Uh, so so uh, if I may ask, sir, uh, how many years have you been practicing in the uh, property market in Singapore?
1: Well, it's uh, coming eight years at the moment.
0: Uh, okay, eight years, eight years, and uh, that's quite. That's quite a a, a good time uh, for experience and uh, uh how do you find the real estate uh, market uh today uh in your opinion in terms of the singapore property market
1: well <laughs> well i would say uh the dynamics have um, changed and evolved over the years uh with the uh intensifying use of technology um, information is readily available to the general public and uh, the pace have also quickened a lot Um, so much so that right now I think uh, as a practitioner in this industry um, uh, it's very important for practitioners to be able to add real values to customers and at the same time also is that um hopefully uh customers um in that sense uh, be it buyers, sellers or tenant, landlord, uh um they I mean they wouldn't in a sense uh take uh salespersons or consultants for granted in the in the uh how would they put in, in terms of uh, um, uh, coming up with uh, the guidance, the analysis, the insights, the advice, and whatnot? Uh, I, I think the whole environment today is that in Singapore, uh, if you talk about property, buy, and sell, there are generally uh, two segments one is the primary market. That's where the new launches will be and one is the secondary market and really is the recent rental aspect. So, uh, in terms of primary market-wise, I would say uh, informations are readily available. And uh, uh, in fact, with uh, COVID-19, I would say that a lot of things have been brought online. It's, uh, it's uh, much more convenient and accessible for people to actually even uh, view uh, virtual flats online. So in that sense, uh, there's probably this growing trend where uh, uh, buyers, um, they might feel that uh, they may not really need the uh, service of an agent uh, because a lot of information they can just find by themselves. And of course, uh, there's still a gap where uh, insights and experience, and or for that matter, uh, the fi- finances or taxations as aspects where for buyers are not familiar with, uh, agents can still come in and help them to see how best to restructure their portfolio, how best to go about to save the most taxes when they go about buying and investing property. So, um, I would say, in terms of the market today, uh, the the relationship, the dynamics between uh, agents and customers in that sense as buyers, right? Uh, it has kind of like evolved where unlike the past where agents will hold the most amount of information such that uh, relationships are, you know, pro-cordial and uh, 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 there's mutual respect and stuff like that. Not, not, nowadays, I would say uh, there's also an emerging, emerging trend where sometimes, um, Unfortunately, the dynamics—it's uh, not as healthy as before, where uh, to a certain extent there could even be uh, uh, well doubts cast on you know what a salesperson say, or for that matter, buyers are just looking for the best deal and disregard uh, how the uh, I mean the salesperson have been helping them on other equally important aspects thus far. So, yeah, so I would say in terms of the market today, the dynamics have changed a lot. And, uh, yeah, I guess today we're going to talk more about it.
0: (laughs) Okay, so uh, what you're saying basically is that uh, uh, dynamics have changed a lot in terms of technology uh, and also the role of agents naturally will have to evolve along with it. And uh, are you saying that... uh, uh right now the services of agents are less valuable and uh, what are your recommendations uh, about it or uh, perhaps you can share some case studies as well uh, on how to address you know issues such as this uh let me know your thoughts about it sir
1: well i guess nowadays uh, as mentioned is like well informations are readily available uh In the raw format Um, and uh, I think one part where agents can do a lot more is really how to translate raw information into meaningful insights. Uh, That's where the analysis, the experience will come into play and and, uh, this is something that I think uh, buyers wouldn't take for granted. Uh, especially when uh, the content you put forth to them, your recommendation, your views are balanced, are neutral, and of course, uh, also customized to the uh, customer's uh, individual circumstances, their needs, their plans, and things like that.
0: Okay, so uh, do you think that the current system for the uh, agency business uh, property agency business in singapore is is perfect or is there is there any any uh, things or issues that we can improve uh, as an industry as a whole um, what do you think
1: well the agency business wise um, i would say well um agencies they uh They actually um, talk to developers to take on their projects uh, for marketing Really this is the uh, bread and butter This is the main business of agencies where we uh, fill in the gap where developer needs us in terms of marketing and uh, the whole supply chain is such that the developer, they develop a property as a new launch they engage uh, Agencies who are strong in marketing To help them market And uh, of course, uh, at the end of the day uh, Individual agents would be um, Finding buyers or investors uh, Where this uh, project would best meet their needs So at the end of the day, of course, uh, if everything goes well and smoothly, everyone would be happy Um, So uh, In the current market, I would say uh, um, of course, with COVID-19, a lot of uh, views can be done virtually and uh, at a relatively faster pace. Uh, um, I think one thing that uh, uh, that has been uh, catching attention lately is also the fact that um, uh, about the, uh, well, uh, the discount that uh, buyers are looking forward to. Uh, of course, well, well, well. In terms of a uh, down market or COVID or whatnot, uh, it's it's natural for consumers, for buyers, to look forward to more promotions and more discount. Uh, well. uh wait, you you're
0: talking about discount. You mean for primary projects, developer sales, do they give
1: uh, a lot of discounts? Can you enlighten me on that? Uh, from time to time, depending on the situation, and especially now in terms of COVID itself, uh. Yes, you you can see developers becoming more realistic in their pricing, or some well they do give uh, discount uh, as a deal sweetener to buyers. So uh, typically, such discount would be public information, be it through uh, mainstream advertisement or be it through uh, updates by uh, agents to individual buyers. So, um, so well. Uh, just an insight from here is that um, in normal circumstances uh, when buyer feel that it's the right product and well and developer give them a direct discount right uh, everything would be very transparent and the deal will go through smoothly uh, uh, just that um, in, in times like this when uh, individuals when the agents as well or for anyone uh, who is trying to earn a living find it Find it uh, more challenging in terms of COVID. Uh, there's this rising trend where there are more agents also in their own capacity offering uh, discount to buyers that's on top of what developer is giving. So what does this mean really is that um, it could even entail uh, agents themselves transferring a portion of their own earnings be it to the buyers directly or through Third party, for example, the buyer's uh, relative who could be fellow agents, or you know, just the party account, you know, as a whole holding account to receive this, yeah, this uh, so called discount from the agents themselves.
0: Uh, that sounds so competitive. <laughs> so basically, you have to cut your own commission and to give this as a kickback to the either the buyers themselves or to their relative who are acting as their agents. Is that? Is that correct?
1: Uh, yes, it's not uncommon. I would say it's not uncommon. I mean, ultimately, the beneficiary would be the buyers himself or they could split the sum, say, with their relative for willing to come forward and, you know, provide the holding account and whatnot. Yeah.
0: How long has this practice been done? Is it a recent phenomenon, or this is an open secret? Everybody knows about it.
1: I would say to the general public, it might not be uh something that they are aware of for a long time I would say it probably gained traction in recent years uh since the last year or two years or so but of course as a practitioner in this line for quite a number of years I would say uh, it's an open secret in this industry that nobody will voluntarily tell the public and uh, for members of public who benefited from such private arrangement although it's not legal uh, it's also not to their interest to re- review this as well, unless they're revealing to someone who enjoys it and also share the benefit from, you know, well, from this person re- referred. So I would say this is a very unhealthy practice, and uh, it seems like uh, currently uh, nobody has an answer to address it like um, comprehensively.
0: Okay, so so, sir, basically if I can understand uh, when you share this with me, uh, I can think of many many implications of such practices. Uh, If I can summarize, meaning to say, if you buy a property from a developer, a new launch and the developer, um, the developer uh, provides certain discount level. Uh, Is it correct to say the discount level is extended to the agencies themselves f- uh, first um, uh, and then the agencies themselves thereafter uh, extend the discount to the customers? Is that is that uh, what this is about or the developer gives straight discount to the customers? Mm,
1: well, developers... Uh would typically offer discount directly to the customer so it can be printed in the well, newspaper, newspaper advertisement or, or internet advertisement saying okay right now there's additional 10, uh $10,000 discount for example and whatnot. This will be uh, conveyed directly to the buyers uh, for their direct benefit. Um, what really happens is that uh, apart from this direct discount which is supposed to let buyers enjoy, no doubt about that, developer in a way, in order to protect the uh, option to purchase price, um, uh, they actually, well, sort of um, uh, reward marketing agencies with uh, higher agency fee or in layman terms, you call it commission, uh, such um, such that the implied Uh, meaning is where uh, the marketing agencies have the full say in terms of how they want to allocate this commission or for that matter down to the individual agent how he want to manage the commission that he's earning. Uh, What I'm trying to say here is that developers they typically wouldn't ask, they wouldn't really care because at their end is this is the agency fee that they are paying the marketing Agencies for doing the work in terms of marketing the project So what I'm trying to say here is that it's really down the line within the agency uh, Itself and down to the individual agents uh, uh, How 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 tightly they safeguard the intent of this agency fee because uh, it's really to It is really meant as like a is really meant as a monetary remuneration uh, for the agency and the individual agents to, I mean, uh, to carry out their work to sell the project. But but in terms of uh, difficult market conditions or stiff competition among agents, uh, uh, increasingly there are more and more agents who who voluntarily offer to uh, share a portion of their own keep with their buyers. Uh, just to entice the buyers to commit to the deal on the spot so this is something that uh, well um, I would say it's not very healthy because the discount uh, given to the buyer in from this mode right is not reflected in the OTP price and and this is something that can distort the market uh, statistics the market data
0: Okay so what uh what i my question would be them to say the buyers nowadays they are demanding this kind of this kind of uh, treatment and at the same time the agents are willingly sharing part of their commission to this buyers uh without you know much of a well, but I, I mean, this is of course very unhealthy, but why do you think this practice is still done up to today?
1: Well, I think on one part is really how tightly individual marketing agencies want to control. But put it this way, if agency A is, con- I mean, let's say agency A controls tightly, disallowing the agents to do this, uh... In terms of uh, meeting buyers who insist of enjoying more discounted buyers might well just go to Agency B, Agency C who may be more lax I mean, in terms of enforcing control. So this would be detrimental to Agency uh, A's uh, interest because uh, 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 in the report card to developer Well, agency B and C might clinch modules, and agency A rendering agency A out of business. If you know this happens to all the projects that agency A is carrying, and the result is just you know poorer as compared to agency B and C. So, in that sense, uh, uh, there's conflicting interest, uh, and therefore uh, there's no alignment in terms of uh, uh, the. Um, what do you call that? Um, There's no element in in terms of um, treating this commission as rightful monetary reward to the company, to the agent as a salary uh, as opposed to giving to buyers I mean, so as to entice them to close the deal on the spot. Um, I mean, truth to be told, what I'm trying to say here is also that for individual buyers who have enjoyed this benefit, they also it also wouldn't be in their interest to voluntarily disclose this to the authorities or to the public because they would also be thinking oh if this being disclosed would they be implicated is you 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 see as an illegal participant in this uh, private arrangement with the individual agents so i would say um uh it's gaining traction is because uh as an individual agent well frankly If I tell you today that, well, you just have to give this buyer uh, say 90% of your earnings, you'll be able to close this deal today. Uh, Would you do it? uh, 90%? Are you kidding? Well, just an example. Um, Well, there are cases where, uh, from what I know, there are cases where the individual agent actually uh, threw in his or her entire uh, earnings uh, is because uh, individual, I mean, these individual agents uh, receive additional support from their own uh, management uh, in terms of uh, uh, them, the management willing to give these individual agents a cut from their own management's uh, pocket. So in that sense, the agent would be able to, well, even fully throw out the entire earnings to the buyer. Okay,
0: okay, let me summarize uh, here, that means to say, okay, uh, let's say, let's say the developers give seven, eight percent commission um, to the marketing agency, not the marketing agent, to the marketing agency, it could be any one of the big boys marketing agency, and uh, that means to say this eight percent comprises of two components. one is the discount level, the implicitly, the implicit discount plus the the agent's commission inside there, and what happens is that um, uh, when the developers they engage two or three marketing agents, they'll be competing to sell the more uh, uh, units and to be in in the developers' good books naturally, those who can sell more, and some of these marketing agents. Marketing agencies, um, they are willing to forego their whole entire commission in order to get the client to buy from that particular agency, and uh, this is this is still workable because as a as a as a, the, the marketing agency themselves, they will give additional additional, uh, 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 what do you call, the sweetener to these agents for their hard work. So meaning to say, if let's say 7% is the uh, commission that the developer gives the marketing agents agencies, and this agent gives this 7% back to the client as a, as a incentive for them to buy from them, so, so uh, uh, you know, uh, the the agency they still have one or two thousand dollars or three thousand dollars to still be able to give the agents, you know, uh, uh, on 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 top of it. Is that what you're tra- <laughs> what you're saying, uh, sir?
1: Yeah, of course. Uh, in reality, the uh, individual agents would have also taken into account the pro- income tax that they have to pay and stuff like that. So uh, of course uh, the other thing to clarify is that when the developers pay marketing agents, uh, uh, it wouldn't be labelled as implicit discounts meant to be passed on to the buyers. To the de- From developer to the marketing agencies right, it's really the agreed agency fee that it's like a mar- marketing cost, it's like a marketing budget that the developer has set aside to pay the marketing agencies. That's it. Of course uh, what I'm trying to say here is that when Individual agents practice kick, what we call kickback. That means to say transferring a portion of their commission or the entire commission to the buyers. Uh, this is uh, very much uh, within the marketing agencies and or individual decision by the real estate agent. This would be something that, um, well, arguably speaking, uh, is also beyond developers' control. So uh, uh, the point here uh, is just to clarify is that it's not to say that developer. Uh, 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 label it part of the agency fee as indirect discount to be passed on to buyers but of course if you look at uh, how things turn out uh, anyone could interpret it to have the same effect as that but it's, it's just uh, not being of course uh, developers will not explicitly study it that way but it has that uh, end uh, benefit to everyone so you know it wouldn't affect the OTP price and stuff
0: like that Yeah, yeah so it wouldn't affect the OTP, tri- uh, uh, OTP price that means to say indeed there are distortions in the market during, yeah. due to all these kickbacks and uh, uh, incentives and how do you see this uh, who are the aggrieved party who are the beneficial party here
1: uh, what do you think? well I would say aggrieved <laughs> I would say by and large if you go down the supply chain uh developer get to sell units uh with without affecting their OTP price. Um the uh marketing agency that close the unit uh 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 get to uh what you call that uh add on this uh, additional sales to their report card and the individual agent who offered the kickback get to close the deal. Uh regardless of how much he's earning you know regardless of the internal arrangement but he gets a closer deal and the buyer of course uh, enjoy the benefit through these uh, so-called implicit discount and of course in the larger environment uh, uh, with the OTP price being the public data showing that uh, the property prices are holding up or even for that matter trending upwards uh, it will also well be something that most or I would say homeowners and investors are happy with or for that matter, therefore that even when government land sale comes along, developers will have more confidence to even bid higher. Yeah. So in a way I would say really no one would it would probably uh, not be in the buyers or the agents uh, or even developers interest to voice this out. Uh, but of course, by sharing all this, anyone will understand that this is not a very healthy practice because it really distorts the market data. And I'm sure
0: uh, because there is one party that we forgot to mention, which is the bank loans. Um, I'm sure usually in other countries, in transactions such as kickbacks and all have to be declared to the banks, so they will be able to dispense the Uh, LTV correctly so I would say perhaps the banks is one of the parties that may be uh, uh, affected a little bit I would say but I think the most affected will be the agents because uh, their livelihood got hit very very hard because of this and that means to say all the glitzy I would say probably all the glitzy glitzy uh, 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 agents that shows that uh, they earn millions or 300,000 kind of commissions, number one position, number two, number 10 positions, they will, I would say, arguably, they will they will have to do a lot of kickback to their customers. Is that true? Uh, <laughs>
1: I'm not saying that uh, there are agents who can't sell, or there are, or, or there are agents who, uh, or, or, or I'm not saying that every agents are indulging in this unhealthy practice. Um, I would say uh, it wouldn't be surprising that uh, that uh, you know uh, agents today uh, present to you their earnings report card uh, that they earn X figure this year when in actual fact is uh, X dollars minus. Y dollars in which Y dollar is a certain amount of kickback that they granted to their own buyers. I I, I would say that this wouldn't be surprising at all if uh, we can have uh, transparency on this. Uh, uh, I also wouldn't be surprised that there are agents who claim that they earn X dollars this year indeed well earn X dollars and didn't transfer uh, additional sum out to their buyers. Uh what I say here is that um uh, uh uh this this uh this unhealthy practice uh, gaining traction is one where increasingly I would say that uh, perhaps uh uh well if we talk about how much an a- an an agent is earning, right? We can well it's safe to say that we can look at it with a pinch of salt and uh knowing very well that uh, industry at large has such practice going on. Uh, But wouldn't it be if let's say they say they claim to have $1 million in
0: earnings and they have to give a lot of kickbacks, what about the income tax then? They have to pay the government the equivalent proportion of the income to the taxman, right?
1: Yeah, so which is why just now I made a point where when the agents generally, when they do kickback, uh, individual agents should have and they would have factor in the income tax that they need to pay. And in order to make sense for them to, uh, to really uh, kick back a sum to buyer, uh, the net uh, uh, sum that they pocket uh, should still have access after taking into consideration of the income tax.
0: But then that's a subjective matter, isn't it?
1: Yeah, definitely. We, or for that matter, I wouldn't uh, also be surprised if there are one or two deals uh, that this agent handled this year, that really they even have to, you know, uh, sacrifice uh, a little bit more. Uh, it really depends on. Well, perhaps for example, well, this buyer could then refer other friends to this agent. Whether that's where the agents will really earn a lot more back, and this buyer is probably just a stepping stone to a wider network of people. I'm just saying there are, there are a lot of such possibilities, and uh, this. This, this uh, practice has also been gaining visibility such that it's also been reported in the newspaper's Business Times a few, uh, few, few days ago. So, uh, so um, yeah. Overall, it's, uh, it's just something that uh, it makes uh, uh, life difficult for agents who are genuine in this line, who do not indulge in such practices and who is trying to serve customer to the best of their uh, abilities Uh, but of course a lot of things take two hands to clap and uh, 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 well I would say typically it's really for buyers who also at the end of the day well uh, disregarded the value of the good works that the individual agent has done for them
0: yeah i think this is the the tough part about this is that this uh, wheeling, wheeling, a willing willing there is a willing and uh, uh what do you call uh willing agent willing buyer. buyer kind of arrangement and and therefore it it and everybody seems to be happy uh and 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 that's the part that is very hard to detect i suppose but uh i would say uh this is this oh, this will not be making the whole industry sustainable in the long term I would say because also technology is slowly taking over a lot of the industries that we see now. What do you think uh, of any solution and how can that solution can be implemented uh, for this kind of cases Uh, uh, because I don't see any solution uh, beyond the government stepping in probably, or the CA body that is coming in to stop the, this practice and and you know and and save the jobs of a lot of the, the Singaporeans um, because the Singaporeans think that the agents they are earning so much so much and uh, when in actual fact they give a lot of kickbacks to the customers and all that, so it's really still like a cowboy kind of a very. Very outdated uh, uh, set, uh, system, despite all the professional body that we have, we have we have built like the CA body, and and what do you think uh, is the possible solution
1: to this? I think CA is uh, is probably trying to gather more evidence on such uh, practice uh, because it's also been reported in the newspapers, so. Um, uh they must be aware about this as well, similarly uh individual agents and the respective uh marketing agencies or even the developers so uh, i I wouldn't say it's a secret it's probably an open secret within the industry just that right now uh, uh I think our reporters has picked it up and uh reported it in the newspapers so going forward well uh I would say. Like I mentioned, just a lot of things take two hands to clap. Um, At the end of the day, I would say, if, if industry as a whole, if agents can have a common understanding, regardless which marketing agencies you are from, that, uh, that, uh, you know, that we stop indulging in this practice of course well that would be the easiest the fastest solution to this but of course of course there's but how a- how do you enforce it you see yeah there's always a, yeah correct because there's always a conflict of interest uh, i mean well so this is something where um i don't think there's an easy answer to this frankly um in terms of the whole system um, well, the CEA body can
0: make a law to punish agents indulging in that kind of practice. Will it work? What do you think?
1: That would be useful as a deterrent. I, I would I say one thing is that, it's, well, if the CEA steps in with tighter measures, right, it would definitely add as a warning and a deterrent to agents thinking of committing this uh, unethical practice. Definitely. Uh, as we know, well, um, it's just like police and teeth, right, for ages. <laughs> Uh, well, the thief can always uh, think of ways to be one step ahead but the whole idea here is the spirit behind that um, everyone come to be aware that this is not right this is not the right thing to do even for buyers who are able to put themselves in the shoes of fellow genuine agents who look at the situation uh, hopefully as individual buyers uh, you know, um they would learn to practice restraint as well in terms of expecting or even demanding. So... Yeah, or else we can just leave our line and work something else,
0: I, I suppose. Mean, <laughs> yeah. Do you think the services of agents, this value addedness that we give is getting diluted over time? And how can, you know, I mean like, how can we give value added and actually get rec- get compensated for it? Because I think even for lawyers, even the lawyers, I heard, I read an article that probably the, the, the what do you call the technology that is going to change and affect the, uh, the, the industry is one of the jobs that they will affect is probably one which is the lawyers because uh, that can be computerized and uh doing uh um you know replaced by robots i don't know so so yep. so uh, uh we live in a times now where uh, uh uh the technology is changing a great way of how we live and do things so of course our line uh i would say that because the transactions sum is quite large probably our services are still needed in terms of the value addedness uh, to the clients, to the buyers on how we can uh, smoothen the transaction and all that. And for that, we should be fairly compensated for that uh, kind of work. Like for example, I think uh, for, I'm doing, doing a lot of uh, uh, property transaction in the UK. Uh, they, have, they have the practice of uh, the buyers paying the commission to the agents as well and the sellers, uh, you know, uh, paying the commission, their fair share. And I think the commission amount doesn't go below 1.5. I think that's the lowest that I know so far. And no agents want to accept anything below because they value their own work. They value their own value addedness. And I think if they really cut themselves so short it's also a insult in our line of work and and it's not healthy yeah so i think that kind of practice and culture need to be educated in our asian culture probably and uh especially in singapore where where as our one of our ministers says that our uh as a nation we are first class but probably as a you know residents we may not be so that's that's what That's one improvement that we need to upgrade ourselves in terms of uh, the quality of uh, the practice that we do in this part of the world to make Singapore still as competitive as ever yeah so uh is do you have any uh final words or thoughts that you want to share with
1: the audience sir well i just uh i just think that um in terms of the society at large um, Today, uh, regardless which background we are from, as uh, ad- as adults today, buying property be it for our own or investment. Um, our children are watching us as well, in terms of how we conduct our life. So, in a way, um, whatever that we do, uh, be it on the topic that we mentioned just now about you know uh, demanding, expecting, or asking for you know, kickback of commission or whatnot. Just, I just hope that the uh, society at large is that we can be mindful about our action because the young ones are watching us, they, will, they are going to be, you know, um, they have a long road ahead of us and uh, and um, in order to have a healthy society that our younger generation is going to live in, I think uh, it makes sense that um, for us today to set a good example to them in the way we conduct our life yeah. okay thank you so
0: much for your time and uh yep so uh we we come at to the end of our interview and this is an insight for you from one of the industry practitioners uh, so that you can appreciate the work of agents or more agents like us and also be able to uh, appreciate and uh, uh, understand where we are coming from at times And so that you will be aware as well of all the challenges that we need to tackle and face together as a society to make our life here much better. So I thank you for your time and I'll see you in our next next interview. Okay, good day. God bless. Bye-bye.